five, four, three, two, one. Welcome everybody to Funeral Nation episode 130. I'm Ryan Thogmartin. That is Jeff, the Funeral Commander Harbison, in the Captain's Lair or Casa de Captain. Yeah, yeah it's nice to be back here in Phoenix where it's warm and uh, I'm back in the uh, Casa de Commander, Casa de Captain, you call it. It's my place. That's right. You were out. You were out east this week, where you got a little bit of taste of what weather's mm. like. Again, a reminder. I did. Uh, in fact, I flew in late last night, and uh, our friends up in the northeast got hammered because I, everybody in the airport going that way was going to either spend the night in the airport or they were camping in a Holiday Inn or something. That's right. So, uh, I was grateful to come back west. So how are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. I'm back in the office. I was traveling this week as well. But, you know, I was thinking something that you need to invest in because you do a lot of travel east. And this winter, you know, going from 85 and sunny every day to zero and rainy and snowy and crappy, you need to get some of those pants that unzip at the knee. So when you go from east back west on the plane, you can unzip and you'll have shorts when you land and you won't be overheated. You know what? If they've got some in a really good, smart-looking plaid. They don't, uh, but... <laughs> Madras. <laughs> Maybe I can get something done with that. But that, You know what, Ryan? Um, I'm game. I'm, I'm for practicum. No doubt. <laughs> uh, all right. Who brings us this magnificent show every week? You know, the star power of uh, C&J, their entire team, Jamie, uh, Rob, I, I see them all over the place. They're, they're, they have almost like another uh, sponsor of ours, their tentacles in this business. Mm -hmm. uh, part of my travel, and we're going to talk about that some today, about business side of the business, is uh, helping families with, or excuse me, funeral homes with accounts receivables. If you're not using C&J for your assignments of life insurance, you're wrong. It's the way it is. Funeral's not over until you get paid. Jamie, tell us what it's all about. What payment method do you prefer families use for your goods and services? Most funeral homes and cemeteries prefer cash check or credit card over life insurance as the preferred method of payment. However, families who use life insurance are able to purchase the funeral service of their choice and spend 31% more on your goods and services. By encouraging more families to pay with insurance, you can create a better experience for the family and become more profitable without increasing your call volume. The reason most firms prefer cash check or credit card over life insurance is that insurance companies are a hassle to deal with and payment can often take weeks or months to receive. With C&J Financial, you can receive funding within 24 hours of verification of benefit, thereby eliminating the hassle, headache, and cash flow delay in processing insurance death claims. Let us show you why hundreds of funeral homes all across America choose C&J for their assignment funding needs and why many associations, accounting firms, and industry leaders recommend C&J to their clients and members. So, Ryan, we've got some big news today. Yeah. Um, drum roll is coming out this afternoon, Friday, the Funeral Nation show. What is it? Uh, we got contacted yesterday by Matthews Aurora Funeral Solutions. Um, They're not issuing a, a industry-wide press release on this, and they are currently not answering any questions around this. Um, but they, they let us know and, and emailed us a statement that we could share. Uh, they announced that they are going to be closing 
their Richmond casket production plant by the end of 2019. So the plant in Richmond, Indiana, uh, the production plant will be closing. The stamping plant in Richmond will not be affected by this, but their casket production is going to move from the Richmond plant to the Aurora, Indiana plant, and then their cremation uh, casket production will shift from Richmond predominantly to the York plant. And uh, the, re the reason for this change is they have made multi-million dollar investments at the Aurora facility uh, to continue driving innovation and quality, new paint systems, um, and some new automation technology at that plant. And uh, they feel to be able to continue to deliver the excellent quality class casket that they do, then they need to close this Richmond plant and move production to Aurora. It sounds like they're, they're improving upon their business. Sounds and, like it. Uh, and Pure Homes are finding out about this this week. Uh, they notified sales staff of this uh, yesterday afternoon and, and this morning. So uh, Aurora customers should be hearing from their reps soon regarding this. Yeah, I mean, if you look at this, they're improving. They're not backing off. They're not closing the plant due to lack of production. They've upgraded and they've become better technology-wise. So yeah, hey, kudos thing. to you guys out here. Um, speaking of uh, upgrading and production and managing your business well, uh, Kraken. Kraken. If you're not using Kraken yet, you need to take a look at it. Kraken is one that has a dashboard. It actually helps you manage your business, not just capture the data. And I have to tell you, you have two, three, four funeral homes. You have uh, several funerals in a day. That's a management uh, issue sometimes with people all over the place, hearses, uh, making sure it's done from start to finish. Um, having that whiteboard right in front of you, the dashboard to manage your business, you just can't do any better. So let's go ahead and run that Kraken promo. Technology is a powerful tool, except when it's not. Choosing the wrong type of technology will frustrate your team, waste your time, and increase your costs. Many funeral homes today still labor under the requirement of having to enter the same piece of information multiple times for the same family. This increases their work, their errors, and their cost. Kraken users can enter a loved one's information one time and it will populate across the entire system. The whiteboard, the case file, the contract, the financials, family authorizations, government forms, the obit, stationary providers, answering services, calendars, and any other person, place, or vendor that needs access to this information. One and done. Good tools should make your work easier, not harder. What tools are you using? Tips like these can free up your time so you can spend more time with your families. Learn more about Kraken at Kraken.net. Let's get Kraken. All right. Okay, Ryan. Oh, oh. <laughs> we see. just ran over each other. Yeah, we did. That's all right. All right, Jeff. So you and I have been traveling pretty much constant since NFDA and even a couple mm. weeks before NFDA, which means that boots on the ground, we're getting a lot of firsthand conversations uh, with funeral home owners specifically and really talking about pain points in the business. So, you know, one of the things that we don't do very often is you and I don't talk about our businesses and what mm -hmm. we're doing and the conversations that we're having. And I think today would be a great opportunity as we look forward to 2019, you know, what's on the horizon, what is happening, what is the, the pain points for funeral directors on your side of the business. And then I'll talk a little bit about some, some topics on mine, but you know, what are the conversations that you're having with funeral homes? Where are the pain points and where are you guys addressing that void? Yeah, specifically this week, um, I dealt with uh, families transferring their business uh, within the family. You know, family-owned funeral homes 
uh, can only remain that way if they have a secession plan. And so I was at uh, three different locations, three different uh, relatively sizable firms where secession was the top of the discussion. Interestingly enough, uh, we work really hard in the industry as funeral service providers to share with families that are, or people that it's really important that you have a pre-need program, that you plan your own funeral so then you take the pain away, um, the issues away when your family... All they have to do is, is show up, you know, and, and celebrate the life that you live. You get your choices of what you want to do. But guess what doesn't happen? <laughs> when a funeral home owner dies and that's not done, it's no different from uh, a person dying and not leaving that pre-need or that information behind. Uh, I, I find it interesting because this is happening more and more in the United States that the average age of a funeral home is, owner uh, is upwards in the late 60s. So if you look at the next five years, six years, the transfer of ownership within the funeral industry is going to be tremendous. Mm -hmm. And so uh, a few things that happen on my side, this is not transferring to the family, but if you're a funeral home owner that does, you know, average amount of calls of 125, you don't have anyone that you're going to sell your funeral home to or a key person that's another issue that is occurring. How, what are they going to do next? They don't want to shutter the doors. So I'm working simultaneously with funeral directors. Y'all pay attention here. Reach out to me. But funeral directors, that if you want to be an owner, um, we can start matching you up with some funeral homes that are going to be on the market that don't have anyone to pass it on to. This is going to be the best time to be in the funeral business. The folks who work hard get to retire, and the folks who want a chance to get started, we put them together. There you go. So that's a little of my world. What's going on in yours? Well, I want to, I want to ask you a question first, Jeff. I think that would be valuable. What When you're talking with owners about in-the-family secession plans, what's the biggest hurdle that they're trying to overcome? Because it seems like a no-brainer to make this plan and put this plan in place. Like, what, What's the roadblock or the hurdle? The biggest hurdle oftentimes is for the, the current ownership, uh, senior ownership, coming to terms that it's time to do so. It's interesting. In other words, they're facing a little bit of two things. They're facing their, more, their own mortality, and they're also facing of how do I let this business go because this has been my life for the past 35 or 40 years. Yeah. And so there's some concerns there for them because once if, if you think of being a funeral home owner, you pour your life into this business every day. It, it doesn't go away. So all of a sudden um, you, you sell or pass the funeral home ownership on and you wake up and now what am I going to do? Yeah. It's interesting. And so, yeah, we actually had an ad last year um, saying if dying in your funeral home is on your bucket list, we're the wrong folks for you. There you go. That's right. <laughs> but, uh, it's a planning issue, and the biggest obstacle oftentimes for the family side is making that decision to start allowing the other uh, family members to take over and to move in on leadership. Conversely, if there is not family there, um, it's becoming an issue for funeral home owners to find someone to purchase their funeral home. Yeah. And so again, Funeral Nation, if you're a, a funeral director out there and you have interest in wanting to own a funeral home, Reach out to me. The time is uh, getting clear, clearer that you have a great opportunity. Very cool. So, Ryan, 
this week I, I saw something you posted about being live on uh, Facebook. We do it all the time, but what's the value of doing that for a funeral home? Uh, it really comes down to relationships. And that sounds weird when you're talking about a Facebook Live video, but when we talk about marketing, there's a piece of the puzzle that's always out of the equation that no one talks about. So we, we talk a lot about brand building, we talk a lot about sales. But what happens in the middle, and you know, we're in a profession where 80% of funeral home business is relationship driven. It is mm -hmm. prior families that you served, it's extended families of those families, or the personal relationships that a funeral director has in their own community because at the end of the day, there's a brand and then there's a personal brand and that personal brand is always going to be more valuable than the brand that is on that sign. So it's, it's important to look at the relationships. We can't get sales from pre-need without a relationship with the consumer first. So it supports itself with, with all of the data and it's a conversation that doesn't happen with most funeral homes in a marketing sequence. We don't talk about the value of building relationship. We strictly talk about the value of brand awareness and the value of pushing sales, pushing sales, pushing sales and getting pre-need. So you know, one of the things that we're gonna focus heavy on and that we do with our clients already is when we're trying to drive leads, specifically through social media. Social media is an engagement and relationship building tool. That is why Facebook mm -hmm. was built. It wasn't built to sell things. The byproduct of building a relationship and having trust and transparency is then the leverage to be able to sell something because you've built that relationship. So if we look at the NFDA's consumer survey that was the info was released in August, 90.4% of consumers shop zero to one funeral home. That means less than 10% of consumers are actually price shopping, which is what we equate to the biggest part of the business and it's actually only 10% of the market. So 90% of the market already has a relationship with a funeral home or if they don't, that's when they're price shopping and they're looking and what happens is when they don't have a relationship with a funeral home, they're going to Google and the only differentiator between funeral home number one and funeral home number five on the list is price because everybody in, in Google is blue letters. We all look the same. There's no differentiation between one firm and the next. So the only differentiation that consumer gets is if they pick up the phone and call. So it comes down to price at that point. So if we can establish relationships through organic engaging content, then funeral homes have a 90% chance they're going to win the business of that consumer by developing that relationship prior to them being in an at-need or pre-need situation. So the ability and the value of going live is that not only does live video get 75% more engagement than any other type of content, it gets priority in the newsfeed. It is also super transparent and consumers will engage with content that is transparent and organic. And we've got a video that's gonna be dropping on Monday or Tuesday of next week where we show content examples of a generic post that is, hey, meet our staff, and it's just an image that says meet our staff with a link to the website versus the same exact post with an actual picture of the staff and a link to the website. And the amount of or engagement difference between the two is tenfold. Consumers want to engage with real people, not just generic content images. So this, this free model of you know, every company's got a, a stock bucket of free social media content they're giving to funeral homes. It really gets you absolutely zero in the long run because it's not the content that's building a relationship. And that's really the key. It's the foundation it's a, of marketing is a relationship. 
I agree. Um, look at what we built and done here between right. uh, Disrupt You, Disrupt Media, Connecting Directors, Funeral Nation, right? It's, uh, we help build brands. That's it. We got and the most powerful the personal brand. That's right. That's exactly right. I, we can name off a few that they got started here. This yeah. was their first launch into the business, and they're pretty successful. You know, Ryan, you mentioned something earlier that's worth uh, just a quick discussion point. Is an NFDA stats or, or mm -hmm. survey that they had come out. Um, the, among the tops of these, uh, basically when you're in that 90%, is all relational driven why mm -hmm. they choose. They, they only call one funeral home, you're yeah. right, but they also, they know a member of the staff or the owner, yeah. they know the reputation, they have been to a service and liked what they saw. Guess what? That's all people. That's that right. has nothing to do with your building, has nothing to do with your prices. And by the way, price is way down on the list. Yeah, we it was like, like four or five out of the top reasons. It was like four or five on the list. Value is yeah. number one in relationships. That's it. And, you know, we, we like to make price the boogeyman because if, if we're not doing well, it's because those low-cost guys. I got bad news for you. They're not choosing you. It's not your price. That's right. Okay? That's right. And so uh, that goes back to another piece of my business. You need to charge appropriately because families are coming to you because of your reputation, how hard you work. Yes, I know you give better service. That's part of it too. But the yeah. tangible piece is they're not choosing all about location. They're not choosing all about price. The primary is relational. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting because – if we look at, at price and we get so fixated in this profession that the low cost guy is getting all the business because he's the 695 guy in town, what it really comes down to is transparency in that equation. It's the only guy that's actually advertising a price. Everybody mm -hmm. else is keeping it under wraps and it's the hardest thing for a consumer to get and it's one of the only products or services that you'll ever buy where you don't know the price going into it. and. The, the guy that's most transparent with the price is getting a lot of business and it's not because it's inexpensive and we've got data of campaigns and things that we've ran where price doesn't matter. The transparency of showing the price and building the relationship is the key in the equation of getting that lead either at need or pre-need. Right. I happen to be privy uh, to some information from member of Funerosity. We had uh Ed Michael Reggie with his son, right. and uh, we saw them launch at the show. Pretty cool brand, but uh, they're one. Of, they're almost like a site. They are an aggregate aggregate site where um, you, you compare everything, not just prices. <clears throat> I'll tell you, I know these numbers that people who are using that site are not choosing the lowest end of the low. Right, they're just not doing it, and so we don't do the same thing as consumers. Anyway, this is all technology and all that uh, interweb stuff. Yeah. But for those who are paying attention, the ones who are up front, the early adopters, and you're working it, they're the winners. Again, the best time to be in the business. Uh, right now. Speaking it's, of a, it's amazing. I, I, yeah, I think it is the best time to be in the business. Or, again, it's the worst if you just keep doing what you've always been doing. Hey, Ryan, uh, we have another segment sponsor. Who is that? Sitch Casket. These guys are disrupting. Uh, the quality of this casket is amazing. If, if, I would encourage you at the next NFDA or ICCFA to go put hands on it. You're not going to be able to tell the difference between this casket and anything else that's that's out there. It's it's high quality, amazing, and their distribution model is really disrupting a lot of the, the profession. 
Let's roll that promo. Well, Ryan, it's uh, early out here in Phoenix. Uh, we did a, a good taping. Gosh. Thank you for doing this. You are you are be here pre seven a.m. right now. Uh well, actually, it's eight. You remember the flip of two? Oh, so that's right. That's right. It's, okay. uh, but and that's late. You know, I've got my morning cigar <laughs> ready to go. By the way, I want to give a shout out to the guys at uh, Skyways. This was a gift. Oh, nice! Uh, a nice Padron. So, thank you guys for my morning. Uh, coffee cigar because it's time to go. No, I don't have the other wow. libation until after two thirty today. <laughs> Look at you getting swag gifts from fans. I mean, celebrity yeah. status. Gosh, we're gonna we're gonna be doing some cool stuff with Skyway soon, so uh, stay tuned. Excellent. All right, Jeff. This wraps up episode one three zero, and uh, next week I will be in ne town. I don't know where you'll be, but. Uh, I will be. Out. So okay. I will be having a guest, I can assure you. Excellent. All right, brother. Until next time, have a great effing week. Out here.